Hey, everybody. Uh, just a quick note before we start this episode. We have a live show coming out. Live show. This October 17th at 8.30 p.m. at the Fat Black Pussycat, the Comedy Cellar Lounge in the back of the Fat Black Pussycat, we are doing a live version of Defend Your Movie. We've done a couple of, of these before, but this one's going to be really, really exciting. Uh, it's a great venue. Uh, we have a lot of fun things planned for the show. We have uh, we have some guests involved. It's going to be a blast. So make sure you come out October 17th, 8.30 uh, Fat Black Pussycat. You can go to ComedyCellar.com right now and make reservations. That's ComedyCellar.com. Uh, it's going to be blessed, right, Andy? It's going to be great. He's so excited. <laughs> All right. Now enjoy the episode. In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly. The time has come again. Welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am your host, Sean Donnelly, joined by my co-host and pal, Andy Fioria. Hey, everybody. everybody. Good to be back. Good to be back here. Slinging the movie podcast uh, I love news. slinging a film. <laughs> I love chucking a flick. <laughs> We've had a lot of fun lately. Uh, things are going good. We, we're doing two a days these days. We're just, oh, yeah. We're taping two episodes today, so we're excited <laughs> oh, about it. Oh, you're pulling back the curtain on this. I am, I am. Okay. I, I, think, I think people deserve honesty. Full disclosure. I really do, yeah. Unless we just edit that out. But, uh, but overall, <laughs> I think uh, people deserve honesty. Um, I think people really like these episodes, so we've done them. This is the... This is the fourth. This is the fourth one of these, and we only have... Oh, it's going to be... <laughs> we have one left that we can do for yeah. real, and then we have two years left... <laughs> Two years, and then we can God do it. Like, like that's what we're just hoping. Like, I can't wait till 2020 so we can do one of these episodes. We're doing a defend your defend decade, your decade, and they've been really fun. And, and uh, if you don't know how this works, we go over the Oscar nominees for every year for best picture in a decade. I either sometimes remember the winners, a lot of times I don't yeah, know what I'm talking about. Awesome. Uh, so I guess. Uh, uh, who I think won, and then we talk about maybe who should have won, and and then who would have won now? Did it deserve it? Like, what was the climate? It's really, it's one of the, you know one of the things that really shocks me. The more we do this show, is that it, the idea of what's going on in popular culture, which makes sense because art is kind of you know like life. It was life imitates art. Yeah, life yeah. Dictates, like it makes sense because whatever's going on outside in the world kind of dictates what ha- what's happening in the movies, what things are getting nominated, what like it, it makes like the politics politics affects movie making. They're not they're yes. not they're not uh, exclusionary. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like, for yeah. sure. So yeah, it's kind of funny though to, when you go back to the 80s and the 70s and you go this you know this movie won this movie was nominated and you're like oh that never would have happened now yeah. also things that maybe never would have been made now like the way the climates are you know it's just it's interesting to me so yeah. it's it's a fun thing to do to go back we're going back a little bit shorter now because we're getting the into 2000s. the the recent times we're going to do the 2000s the aughts yeah. which nobody ever that didn't catch on it caught on maybe it shows that people back in the early we'll 1900s see. were smarter we'll see what happens you think you're going to call it the aughts Oh, oh, the oh, I thought you meant the decade of movies that never caught on. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying 
I'm saying back in the early 1900s, 1900 to 1910, that. Yeah, Actually, the, I don't oh, know yeah, when yeah. they called it the Maybe they called it the no, aughts. No, you're right. I think it Do you was, think in the you know, 1920s like, they were calling that the aughts? I think so, yeah. I think people would be like, yeah, back in aught eight. Aught eight, right. You know? Yeah, right. Now we say oh eight. Right. So uh, it's a good, it's a good, de- it is a good decade. To be honest, I don't like, I don't, rem- like, I don't, re- nothing jumps out in my brain except for one particular year that we just did last yes, week. Yes, last week. Uh, that's the only one that really pops out in my brain. So I'm, I'm really yeah. curious to find out. Uh, it's a pretty good decade. Not my favorite decade, but uh, I'll let you guys decide for yourselves. Let me ask you this before we start: If you could time travel, and you like, they told you you have to something happen, you have to leave, and you have to go live uh-huh. in a different decade, and that's the only time you can live in. What time would you <laughs> live? In? I have thought about this a lot, and yeah. I, I think I come back to the seventies a lot. Would you really? Yeah. <laughs> would Would you do? I think I would do the sixties. Really, sixties or the fifties? I think it just it was like really interesting to me. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm, I mean, all in, you know, music and movies and uh, culture and everything. 70s I think is I good. Pick 70s, yeah. You know, maybe I don't, I don't pick the 70s because I was like alive in the 70s. Yeah, I mean, I only had about a year, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I guess technically, I, yeah, I'm like, oh, what I was. But I'm still like, oh, 70s seems closer. Right. <laughs> but then I'm, I think about, it, I'm like, yeah, the 60s, mostly because I, I used to say the 60s because, and it's a really sad reason, because of the JFK assassination. Really? I, I was so into it. When I was a kid, I was like, I want to go back to that time. <laughs> I just want to see what it would feel like to be in that time. Like one of the things, not to get too off topic, but like one of the things that I I learned only recently is that after the JFK assassination happened, half more than half the country thought it was a conspiracy right away. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why people go back to that time as like the end of innocence in the uh-huh. country, and like they call it the end of Camelot because before that it was like this very like romanticized version of the country, and everybody would ignore the problems because there was tons of shit going on. Yeah, were, you know, civil rights movement was going on. Like, but people kind of like basically white people were sitting there going, "No, it was so much nicer. It was pleasant, and people know how to talk to each other." And then you got to him dying, and that like that like shook people's faith in government, and then shook people's faith in other things, and then yeah, I would it kind say- of. Everything's kind of rolled out after that. I would say the only uh, more contemporary version would be 9-11. Right. Where people, if you're somebody like our age, you go, no, I remember the significant switch of culture and how people acted before 9-11 and after. I remember to me, it too. as somebody not alive in the 60s, I understand that because I go, no, it, it is different now. It's like, different. It, it just was different. Also, and we talked about this, we've mentioned this before on the podcast, movies. Movies yeah. were different. Movies were a little bit more innocent. Like if you go to 80s, 90s movies, a little bit more, more like there was, there was a different, they weren't worried about certain things. Like yes. social strategy, social social message wasn't yeah, as much of a thing. Right, yeah. And then now it's. You're right. It's completely different now. And I do see the difference because you're right because that's probably what happened back in the 60s. Right. Well, before we jump into it, I will. I did watch a movie this week and uh, hearkening back to a, a simpler time, I watched the documentary Won't You Be My Neighbor about oh, Mr. Rogers. I almost watched that last night. But I didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't want to get sad. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tearjerker, obviously. But uh, just a sweet guy and you want to uh, – he did things for the right reasons. You know, yeah, like 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 a true, pure, good dude. Yeah, but it's funny though they they acknowledge the fact that people go, oh well, he's responsible for you know the every kid feeling special 
and every kid getting a trophy movement. You know, uh, a lot of a I lot of that. I watch it all the time, though. and I don't feel like that whatsoever. No, I watched it as a kid, and but I, don't, I can that understand was, that point. That was our generation. I don't think we he don't have the. In, he ended in two thousand, and then he oh. came. This, they make a big point about this. They ended in two thousand. He came back and uh, did a few like special episodes after nine eleven. Oh, did um, he? Yeah. So, uh, if, that's. But 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 if he if he wasn't responsible for one generation, why would he be responsible for another one? Because oh, a bunch he of had a, I mean, he was on for four decades. Right, right, exactly. But so it, I don't know if he's rerun now. So maybe. I don't think it's his fault. I think it's. I think you had people what, pointed at it as a, well. There's a great example of this new philosophy that adults. I don't think necessarily maybe making children feel special, but I think a lot of adults may have taken his lead and coddled. You know what I mean? That or, I believe more than right. the other one. That it was just him, like telling these no, kids, yeah, yeah. I don't a think, bunch of I think it was more the mentality. Well, he, he did that episode about. Oh, he did that millennial episode where he said, uh, "Don't work for somebody, start your own business." Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the credo of the millennials. <laughs> yeah, he goes, "Listen, kids." He had an Adidas vest instead of the sweater. And did you ever hear about? I used to watch reruns of Soupy Sales with my dad. You okay, Soupy Sales. Did you ever hear Soupy? Know, you know, Soupy Alex Sales? just. Yeah, well, well Alex is a time train. Alex is from the fifties. Uh, I, I know of Soupy Sales. I can't say it. Right. Well, you know, he got in trouble because two things he got in trouble for. One, he did a joke on a kids show. I think it was on the afternoon, but it was still a kids show where he said, "I took my girlfriend to a baseball game. I kissed her in between the strikes. She kissed me in between the balls." And he said that, or like, I said that on TV, and they got, I think, he got fined or banned for that. And then he also, as a joke, one day said, "Okay, kids." We're going to play a game. You're going to go into mommy's pocketbook or daddy's pants and all, you know, all that green paper that's in there? Just put it in an envelope and send it here <laughs> to Subi. And, pe- and kids did it. And that's got, great. I think that's why he got fired. I think. I could be wrong about that. But uh, but if you're, yeah, if you're looking for a nice documentary, and uh, it's not necessarily a feel-good documentary. It is when you do walk really? away. Really? I mean, it's good, but you are going to probably cry and feel sad. Yeah, that's what I figured. You know? Ugh, all right. Well, it's, I wouldn't it's, say it was great, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I did a good thing, and also like it's also great to watch stuff like that where there's like no cynicism. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like where it's all where it's not a thing about Mr. Rogers where like there's like jokes implicating that he like molested the kids or something. Like you know what I'm saying? Where it's like they they cover that. You know, yeah. they cover some of the uh, the satires that uh, you know. Uh, yeah, been made about it, and um, and he was they. You know, he was like, I, I do have a good sense of humor, but uh, I can't remember the one he had a problem with. Um, it was some of them obviously were pointed. I mean, uh, people thought he was gay for uh, right. you know a long time, and but um, it was good. I would I would recommend it if you know, I, 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 I watched it as a kid. So I was just like, yeah. And I, it was highly recommended. I'm going to check it out. All right, let's go into the, the aughts. I'm going to call the them the aughts. The new millennium. The, the new manium. <gasps> there we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. There's the Seinfeld reference you know. for the episode. <laughs> Starting with the year 2000, I think you know this one. The nominees are Traffic, Aaron Brockovich, Gladiator, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Chocolate. So if you listen to last week's episode, <laughs> I made a Chocolat reference. Uh, 2000 uh, would be Gladiator. Correct, won. sir. And I think, I think they got it right. Um, I'll tell you right now, it wouldn't have won now. Aaron Brockovich would have been the clear-cut Bro- winner in 2018. Absolutely. <laughs> that would have been a hashtag Me Too kind of uh, award What do you ceremony. mean by Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Stop trying to uh, yeah, micro-co-op. <laughs> 
Why is that tiger man Why is there an E on the end of chocolate? <laughs> why do you have to... Why do you have to man crouch? <laughs> man crouch. I mean, what is what does his penis have to be out as he's performing kung fu? Oh, that's great. Um... Yeah, I think Traffic's a shit movie, to be honest. Uh, it's just... It's one of those ones that... It's like time time kind of tells you. Yeah. Like, and, and nobody talks about Traffic anymore as like a, a, a renowned what a classic. Bad year. Not off to a good start, 2000. But Gladiator... Gladiator is definitely the winner It was such a me. big deal when it came out. And also like the, the... also We argued it recently, I think. We did, we did. Gladiator versus Fight Club. Yes. And I love... I watch every time it's on, like... It's actually one of, the, one of those movies that, like, I just – I think they did a great job with it. I think one of the things was the blockbuster aspect to it yeah. I think people loved. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a lot of – you know, they were trying to mimic that movie for years to come, like Troy and all that. And, like, yeah. You know, look at all that Troy, stuff. True. Uh, all right, 2001. 2001, the nominees are A Beautiful Mind in the Bedroom, Gosford Park, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, uh, and Moulin Rouge. Okay, Lord of the Rings won. No. Incorrect. Oh, shoot. Was it – I'll give you a second. Oh, wait. Was it one that... Was it... Oh, my God. See, I don't know these winners. I'll tell you. It's Russell Crowe is really coming out of the gate strong in this decade. Oh, wait. Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind. Okay, yeah. She stars in. Yeah. Uh, Princeton professor kind of... Yeah, the guy who loses loses his mind. Yeah. Um, And also another movie that like apparently really wasn't based in reality. Said it was based in reality and wasn't. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I like In the Bedroom out of this group, to be honest. That's with Marissa Tomei, right? In the no, bed- In the Bedroom was with, um, oh, I can't remember. He's older. Oh, what's his name? Not Richard Gere. No. Uh, no, no. no. Um, I'll look it up real quick. But uh, Gosford Park is uh, Robert Altman, who I, I love. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I, people <laughs> love Robert Altman. I've seen a bunch of Robert Altman movies. I like the player. I'll, I'll say uh, this more technique than uh, movie overall. I mean, he's one of those, like, well, not, you'd study Robert Altman in, like, film school about... Yeah. What's the one... Is, it's not Swimming with Sharks. Is it Swimming with Sharks? Where it's he does... There's not a cut for, like, ten minutes. There's not... It just, it's just zooms. It doesn't... Ha- Nashville? No. Swimming with Sharks isn't Robert Altman. The player. The player. The player. Yes. Thank you. Um, but uh, in the bedroom, to get back to it, is Tom Wilkinson, Sissy, Say- Sissy Spacek. Um... Oh, Tom Wilkinson, Sissy Space. Yeah, it's just like, it's like a family. They're all uh, it's in Maine, and uh, I, I don't know. I out of remember that group, I saw that um, Moulin Rouge. I never bothered to I, see. I am a I fucking hate that guy. I think he sucks. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the, the 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 Romeo and Juliet guy. I think it's oh. all parlor tricks. I think the guy makes shitty movies. He just made some other TV show that sucked. The one about the you want to talk about the 70s? Talk, it was New York <laughs> in the 70s. Um, what the hell is that guy's not, not, not the deuce? Was that? No, no, no. It was the one. It was about about, about the Bronx in the seventies, and it was done in that. Not the Bronx is burning. No, no, that's 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 ESPN. No, this was on Netflix, <laughs> and that was about the Yankees. The Bronx is burning. This is this is like it was just like about a how shitty the Bronx was in the seventy like seventies. But like, what's that guy's name? Um, the director. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, the Boz, Get Down. Boz Lerman. Boz Lerman. Yeah, Fuck yeah. that guy. Come on. Like, come on. Can we just admit that he just makes shitty stuff? Yeah. Like, he's I'll basically just like, he's just making like high school plays, but as <laughs> movies. Like, Romeo and Juliet was nothing special. Moulin Rouge, I, 
I don't even I don't think I see all of it. I like it's yeah, a musical. Forget, no, I know. And then on top of it, he did the he did the get down. Correct? Am I right about that? I I'm almost don't positive. No, he either executive produced it or he directed it, and it was such a bad show. Well, uh, just and maybe a, it's not for me. I get that. No, it's not. Yeah. So uh, so two thousand sure has its place. Two thousand two. Yeah. Two thousand two. You have the pianist, Chicago, Gangs of New York, The Hours, and Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Chicago won. Chicago won two thousand two. Yeah, Chicago won like everything, like sweet, yes, right? I think it was tied the record number of Oscars. And I think that also is wrong. I think that there's a bunch of other ones that probably could have won. Wait, read them again for me. I'm sorry. Chicago's the winner. Gangs of New York, The Hours, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and The Pianist. My favorite Gangs of Rings New York won. out of that. Gangs of New York's my fan favorite. Of the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, either am I. I haven't seen them. Um, the Hours <laughs> is not. Them. Yeah, me neither. The Hours is not bad, and The Penis is not bad, but... The Hours was famous because of What's-Her-Name's nose, let's be honest. <laughs> they were so... Whenever... That, that happens... That's another thing in Hollywood that happens. Yeah. Whenever they... Whenever you take a really beautiful person in Hollywood, and then they put make them uglier, people can't believe it, and they go, this is so brave, yeah. and yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, shut up. I know. Like, uh, American Hustle. We've talked about that in the show before. The only reason people love that movie is because you made Christian Bale fat and bald. I, I didn't like it in the theater. I'm I glad. didn't like it at all. I hate it. That's I think a David it's such a Russell. joke. What? That's David O. Russell. We were talking about him yes, last week. Yes, that's David O. Russell, too. You're right. I There's only one part in that that I really laughed at where, where they're calling him out. They're calling him out for fucking up the deal, like the, the mayor's family because the mayor's going to go to jail, whatever that guy. Yeah. The, who, who Jeremy Renner played, who should not have played that part. That should have gone to a Correct. character actor, totally. a 50-year-old Italian character actor. Like a good one, yeah. And he walks in, and he's like, "You're," and like the, the wife is hitting hitting him for like he's like, "You're fucked up, you're fucked up," right? Man. And then he turns around, and all the kids are on the stairs, and they're like, "What happened?" So he's just getting it from all angles, and he's like, "Ah, ah!" Like that was really funny. Like it was just like this really terrible part, but like um, overall, like that movie, people liked it because like like I had Gondelman came in and, and defended it, but he like. He liked it. He didn't like. He wasn't like a apologist. He was yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's kind of shitty. But like, the whenever you have that happen, people can't believe it. Like whenever somebody gains a lot of weight or loses a lot of weight, right. or it's like some some physicality physicality thing is done, people go, "Oh my god, this is so brave." So on the hours, it was Nicole Kidman. They put like a weird bumpy yeah, yeah, nose yeah, on her. People yeah. are like, "Can you believe she let that happen?" <laughs> yeah, I can. Who cares? It's makeup. People know it's makeup. I know. Please, not, I know it's movies and like whatever, but you know, come on. Well, not off to a strong start for the decade. No, not garbage really. Garbage so far. Yeah. 2003, Seabiscuit, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. The Lord of the Rings had a hell of a run here. I know. Three in a row. The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Seabiscuit, Mystic River, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, and Lost in Translation. Mystic River won. Incorrect. Oh, fuck. That's what should have won, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> out of that list, yes, that I don't Wait, think Lost it, was in Translation it, was. Was it Lord the, of the Rings that won? Yeah, it was Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, which is the uh, second sequel ever since Godfather Part Two to win Best Picture. Right, because we talked we about talked that. About, yeah, we talked about that. Final That's Jeopardy. Right. That's right. Um, uh, my favorites are Mystic River and Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation, I don't think, had the, uh, as a whole, to put it over the edge, best picture. No. But a good, it, but I great. think it won, I think she won best be original honest, screenplay for that. I think if that. it was today, I think Lost in Translation would have won. I think if you take away Lord of the Rings, even, yeah, uh, I think, uh, Lord of the Rings, Master Commander. Master Commander was, I think it was just on there because, <laughs> it was, is it Russell Crowe? 
Uh, yeah, 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 and that's why I it mean, was on there. Crow having a hell of a start. Nobody, nobody knew why that movie was on there. I remember <laughs> thinking, people. Whenever you have, that's another thing that happens with those movies when they're like, it was like Ballistic X versus Server. Remember they had that movie yeah, out for a while. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, what is that? <laughs> right. And it, it, it kind of is pretty. We should do a whole episode on that. Like, it's interesting to find out, like. Like t- titles matter. Like yeah, titles, you know, absolutely. There was a recent comedy that called Cock Blockers, but they couldn't put it on all the We've posters. Talk, yeah. We've talked about blockers. That. It's with called like blockers. An, with like an with, emoji before it. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. I've never seen Seabiscuit. Neither have I. Okay, I've never good. seen it either. Never agreed. And uh, I don't also think it because I, I, I feel like it's going to be really sad, and you know, yeah. Uh, I, th- I've seen, uh, I've seen well, Mr. River a bunch. Mr. River is solid. Uh, does it pass the flip test for you? Do you follow automotive news or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey. And every week, me and my co-host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on The Big Three. You'll also get a lot of laughs, hot takes, and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media. So, whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes, up, that's a good-looking car, <laughs> check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts on YouTube. Mm, it, I think it just does not. Just for does me. not. Yeah, but it's. Not. I'll I'll stick around if I got nothing. If I got nothing to do, I, if something else is gone, I'll I'll be flipping while it's on. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't go back and keep it on. Shout but, out to my friend's dad, uh, who's had a small part in the movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty funny. Uh, no, it Mystic River is a really, and that's um, who did it? Uh, 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 uh Eastwood. Eastwood, right? Yeah, it's a really good, really, really good movie. It's an Eastwood Lost in movie. Lost Translation, I think, is like you kind of get more into Lost in Translation. Like I, I like, yeah, Mr. Rivers <laughs> is like straight up sad. Lost in Translation is like cool and sad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a coolness factor to Lost in Translation. Yeah, of course. And we talked about her go... the other day. We talked about Sofia Coppola, yeah, yeah. terrible actress, great, great director, behind the, um, great behind the scenes here. I think uh, Bill Murray's so strong yeah. in Lost in Translation. It's like his dryness. You could just to see him team. being himself. And yeah. You could just see him like, let, it, let him go. Just yeah. let him do it, whatever. I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah, and I love Bill Murray. You fall in love, obviously, with Scarlett Johansson in that movie. Yep. But uh, yeah. yeah, overall, it's got some dry spots, but Murray carries it. And <laughs> there's such a funny family guy when the four main men characters are all sitting around the bar and they, he, somehow it comes up. He goes, what do you? Th- I think it's quite. It's uh, Cleveland. He's like, what do you? What do you think she said? Uh, he said to her at the end. And he goes, I don't know, but I bet it was perfect. <laughs> you don't know. What I bet it was just right. So Lord of the Rings won, right? Lord of the Rings won. Like, it, uh, it was nominated the prior two years, yeah. but this is the one that I took like home just, the statue. That's because they knew it was the last one. It's like it, some of these are politics. It's like, come on, come on, come on, do something interesting. I just don't like Peter Jackson's movies. You know. Well, he also the other ones he makes don't really they don't really do that well. He did like yeah. he did a King a King Kong and he did that wasn't that great. I think I saw it when it came out. Right. Yeah, he just whatever. He's yeah he's just he's a big movie maker, but it's like I'm not like like all right J J Abrams I love like J J Abrams I'll watch yeah. anything he does and mostly because I loved him from Lost, but he actually knows what he's doing. But also the Lord of the Rings guy does too. I'm just not into <laughs> fantasy stuff. But all right, what's next? Two thousand four. Oh four. Yeah. You have the Aviator, Million Dollar Baby, Finding Neverland, Ray, and Sideways. Ah, it's a good year. 
That's really a, what's a sign. A lot of those are still the best year yet, maybe. Yeah, best year yet in the in the, in the aughts. Uh, <laughs> aught four. Uh, well, wait, say the fierce feeling. Wait, the see. Aviator, Million Dollar Baby, Finding Neverland, Ray, Million Dollar Baby one, Million Dollar Baby did win. Yeah. Again, Eastwood. Yeah, it's a very Eastwood movie. Does it hold up? Uh, doesn't pass my flip test. I'll tell you that much for free. Uh, <laughs> no, no way. It's too depressing. Yeah, it's a good story the first time out, and then I don't think it holds you. You go, all right, I, I'm I'm good after seeing it. Yeah, I like Ray. I like Sideways. The Aviator, I like too. Uh, Finding Neverland, I don't know if I ever even saw. Um, Finding Neverland, I never saw. So the other ones, Sideways. Sideways, I would okay. say I was surprised that Sideways didn't win because I think Sideways kind of holds up the best. It does hold up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's a little pretentious. Um, yeah, but that's Giamatti's kind of the, that's, good. Yeah, I know, like that's that's kind of the joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray. I mean, Jamie Fox won Best Actor in the most the worst fucking acceptance speech I've ever seen in my life. What was his acceptance? He gets there, he's like, "Hey, ho!" Like he has the crowd doing it with. I get the fuck off. <laughs> Just be gracious about it. <laughs> fuck you. Is that what he did like a sing along? Yeah. Like, it's just yeah, like, come on. Like everybody else, like oh. I get it, but come on. <laughs> I like I, I get sound it. like I a get stuffy like, white guy. I'm no, like I, gracefully I, accept your Oscar. <laughs> it, I know what you're saying. Like it's like it, it's you want him to go up there and give like a nice yeah, sure. I'd freak out. Did he have a probably. speech after that, or just I, said? I, I, that's all that sticks out in my mind. What? I've erased <laughs> that everything was it. else. <laughs> I don't but now, the speech. Uh, yeah, I think he might have been doing that to be in the real of like. Did he win best act before Denzel? No, because Denzel won it for uh, no, Training Den- Day, right? Yeah, and I remember there was like ninety nine, right? Or what was the Training Day? Was there a thing where Sidney Poitier did never never won? There was like a best actor, no black guy ever won best actor for yeah, I think so until Denzel. Yeah, it was like insane. And then I think Halle Berry yeah. was the first black woman. Oh right, that was even crazy for Monsters Ball. Which, which, yes, and that's insane that that didn't happen. It's, it's that's what's really funny, out. kind of hypocritical about Hollywood. It's like yeah, of course. you have all these liberals. You know, everybody's so liberal, but then it's like but yeah, you're not yeah, nominating yeah. people of color for your stuff. Right, and that now that's happening. Now but, that's like, happening, but now I think it's a thing of uh, they're being forced to. It's affirmative action almost, where it's not based on merit, yeah. It's, yeah. which I disagree with wholeheartedly, but that's for another Defend Your Honor <laughs> 2005, very, very contentious year okay. for a lot of people, especially now that time has passed. Uh, you have Munich, Crash, Brokeback Mountain, Capote, and Good Night and Good Luck. Uh, okay. Brokeback Mountain won. Incorrect. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like what, I like the ones when Sean's so confident. <laughs> All right, well, I know this one for sure. It's definitely broke back. No, no, it's not. Wait, right. <laughs> wait, name the other ones again. Oh, Crash One, Crash, crash one. one, right? What is maybe oh the worst God. best picture movie of all time? 
Not really. We did. Maybe. Jim Norton defended Crash on the show right, before right. we were doing verses, and I watched it for that reason. And what a not piece of what shit. A, what a one note. Not even one note. Just like uh, it's like a seventh grader's idea of what's what's controversial. It's like, like it, hey, it, I, I love Pulp Fiction. Let me try and do this circular. Yeah, connecting racism based Pulp Fiction. Off yeah, crash. yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't hold up. Like. Now no, there's all sorts of indictments no. on Paul Haggis and the movie itself, and you're gonna kill me on this one. But but this which one for this time, this year? What, which one? I've you never seen Brokeback. Oh, that's fine. I saw it I, once, but I heard it's great. It's great. It's good. But it's like, but it's also the thing where even Brokeback, it's like you know what you know what the one the sleeper out of that is. People talk about more now Munich. People I love, like Munich. I a never lot. saw Munich. Munich's good. I, it's I'm gonna Spielberg. watch Munich this weekend. I think. Um, good night and good luck's a great movie. That's the Clooney one about uh, about Edward R. Morrow. Right? Edward R. Morrow, yeah, yeah. and uh, really, really good. Um, Capote is okay. Uh, it's more Philip Seymour Hoffman than the than the movie. And also that that year there was two Capote movies, wasn't there? No, no, no. Or was that later on? Uh, I don't know. One the where other one's in Cold Blood, I think the actual where they made the movie. Right, about the book. right, right. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, okay. I like Munich a lot. Um, I didn't see it until recently, until a few years ago, uh, and I watched it at yeah, watched it at home, and I got caught up in the whole thing. But it's one of those things that very if it was good, now very maybe Munich would have yeah. won, you know? Like, yeah, it's almost like a sleeper hit. People, oh, now, come on, Brokeback would have taken taken the home. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. this is two thousand five dollars. We're talking. Yeah, not that long ago. Um, long enough ago. But I think uh, I think you, you definitely got it wrong. I think all I think this is one of the ones when we talk about. The movie that won being the worst out of the nominations. Yeah, absolutely. Good Night, uh, Good Night, Munich, Capote, Brokeback are far better movies altogether that f- on their own still I think would hold up as individual movies. I bet you much was, better than Crash. It was the theme. It was the it was yeah. the the, the raci- racism theme that did it. Well, we all know 2006, uh, The Departed, Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, The Queen, and Babel. Babel, however you want to say it. Uh, Departed, uh, no, Little Miss Sunshine, one, Departed One. Correct. <laughs> I was coaching. I need it. your help. <laughs> you were nodding. Depart- I, forgot, I wasn't sure if you just went for best this director is... and there was a different picture, which would have made no sense, but that does happen sometimes. Yes, it does. Uh, little, yeah, I think that was, let me see. Babel, I don't like Babel. I, it's a I, weird movie. I don't I, love I don't it. Even saw the it. Queen is. Whatever. Queen's whatever. Little Miss Sunshine's good. It, it is good. Letters from Iwo Jima. I, I don't even really remember. I don't either do I. Um, I love Little Miss Sunshine. I think it's a great... Alan Arkin's great in it. Steve Carell's great in it. Yeah. Tony Collette's great in it. Uh, you introduced the... I can't remember her name now, even though she's grown up to be an adult actress. Um, uh, what's her name? She, she's, a, she's a super fun kid. You're pulling for her and rooting for her. The whole time, yeah, she's awesome. It's a really, it's a funny set. Like, it's just good. You have a, you a think lot of things I like about that movie. If Depart, if it wasn't Scorsese with <laughs> Departed, and he, it was so close to Goodfellas, and people think this was like a, a you know, almost like this was the makeup for the makeup for Goodfellas. Yeah. Then Little Miss Sunshine would have won. I yes, I do, and I think it's still to this day, Little Miss Sunshine should should have won probably. Yeah, I agree. We all yeah. know my thoughts on the departed. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we went back and forth. And you also, and that you see it, it informs my decision now because I'm like, yeah, departed does not. It, it's not. It, 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 it's not what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Now, this, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, 2007, hotly debated. Yes. Um, we already. Uh, 
talked about it, so we'll just go over it. But I forgot, and in my opinion, this is the strongest year of the decade. Um, obviously, for the well, winner, definitely. Yeah. We know No Country for Old Men. We talked about it all last week. Won the best picture. If, then, if you haven't listened to the episode, go back to last week. Yeah, we, stop skipping around. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go we in went, order. Uh, Blood versus No Country, and uh, so we went to in, into detail. Shawnee Time won. I won. Uh, so yes, there will be blood. No country for old men. Michael Clayton, Juno, Ooh, and Atonement. I forgot Michael Clayton was I in that year. I forgot too. Hold on, dude. He's one of my favorites. Michael. Cl- I love Michael Clayton. Michael Clayton to me. Michael Clayton is quickly rising the ranks it's a of my favorite great movies. movie, man. It. You want to talk about emotion? We talked about it before. We didn't do it in the podcast, but we talked about it. Strongest movie of the decade. Say, we should do an episode. What's the strongest Oscar year ever? Oh yeah, that's oh, gonna yeah. be a good defender year. Defender yeah. year. I think that's right up there. You can't beat that. It's up there. Michael Clayton is such a put together, cool, wonderfully written, wonderfully acted movie, and like, and just a straightforward. Just ah, oh, it's fucking great. It's it's a beautiful, well acted movie. Yes, it's great. Um, oh, it's. It's that's the scene at the end of Michael Clayton when he goes oh, to the taxi. In the taxi just drive. Made me cry the first yeah. time I saw it because it's almost like the same way that he's kind of taking a deep breath. You take a deep breath yourself watching the movie. Like it's almost like you're like all this build up, build up, build up, boy, and then it pays feel off. Feel bad that it just got stuck in that year with no country, and there will be blood. <sighs> yeah, the other ones like it makes sense why they won. But to be honest, it's really I talk it's about no country really, so much. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie and it's it's climbing. It's in my top 10. It's definitely would my top. Would you take 10. Uh, Michael Clayton over there will be blood? Y- yes, I, I would. I, I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, yeah, I think I would. Just because uh, yeah, I would. I just I w- forgot about that. <laughs> what else was that year again? Uh Juno, which is Juno was good. In the moment it was fun and it was now, like little now it's sunshine. a little bit you know, it was like yeah. And atonement. Which I, I don't really remember. Oh, Tillman, I don't remember that much. Okay, what's the next year? Oh, man. Yeah, Michael Clayton. What a Clayton. year. We, do, we should do Michael Clayton verse something because Absolutely. I'll sit there that and... That could be a... Uh, I'll think about that one. Yeah. 2008, coming into the last two years of the decade, The Reader, Slumdog Millionaire, Milk, Frost Nixon, and The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Okay, Milk won. Wrong. Fuck. <laughs> I, you're O for the decade, I think. <laughs> Oh, no, I like, no. Not, I like, no, not milk. I'm sorry, not milk. <laughs> I said milk one? Yeah. No, I meant, uh, wait, what was the first one you said? Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire, that's yeah. the one I meant. I swear to God, I had it in my head. But I just said milk. I swear Damn I had dog. that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Slumdog Millionaire one. Not a bad year, to be honest. I've seen all these. Uh, the I, reader's very depressing. I think if they did it now, Frost Nixon would be more of a contender. I think uh, people I talk think. about Frost Nixon more now than they ever did. Mm, I think Slumdog or Milk would win. I think Slumdog might have. Edge you know, for that. Uh, Milk is a good movie. Milk's about a good Harvey Milk. Uh, in yeah, Harvey Milk. first game, uh, public official. Um, good, well-made movie. Frost Nixon's a great movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, Frost Nixon. And also, like, they did a lot with less. Like, what, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, if you look at less set pieces, you're looking at less, you know, like, less, uh, less, uh, um, Pizzazz and then to do really good with that, you yeah. Know, like I, and, I don't know what I'm talking. About. And the curious case, <laughs> like, I sound like an idiot when I just said that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. No, I think more with less is a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Uh, and Benjamin Button, I don't hate. I think it's a fine. I never movie. saw Benjamin Button. Oh, really? It's yeah. yeah. To me, it's good. Yeah. Um, Does it deserve to be up there with the other ones? Yeah, because there's in that year. 
Yeah. I think I think Benjamin Button's my least favorite on that list, but I like it. Do I'm, I think the best movie won? No. Yeah. I would probably take Milk or Frost Nixon above Slumdog. I think Benjamin Button... But I, that's Button, my order. Benjamin Button became such a punchline that they probably heard it over the <laughs> Yeah. Because even I have used that in, like, in riffing on stand-up. Yeah. Now, we have... 2009. 2009. The first year they brought back more than five nominees. So you got a whole big pool here Wait, to choose bro, Oh, from. so it used to be like that, and they got rid of it? And yes, they brought it, back. it did. Oh, I didn't know yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. They used to have more than five, and then they cut it down to five, and now they're back, which I think they should go back to five, to be honest. There's too much garbage getting in there where you're going. They go from five to like eight or ten, right? Or I, think, I think it's ten see, one, or something. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Wow. Yeah. Um, and a decent year, to be honest. Maybe that's why they did it that year, because like, um, we have to do these. We have Up in the Air. Wow, I wonder if this Great is, movie. Great movie. We have Up. And I wonder <laughs> if that's... Only movies with Up in the title. I know. I wonder if that's ever happened before. Where it's just, up and Up in the Air. Oh, I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. <laughs> um, Maybe not, though. Uh, up in the Air. Up. The Hurt Locker. <laughs> up yours. <laughs> Avatar. Up your block. <laughs> Avatar. The Blind Side. District 9. Inglorious Bastards. And A Serious Man. See, you're right. They did it too soon. Too many. District 9 should not be on that list. But a good movie. Good movie. But a really fun good movie. But should not be nominated for Best Picture. That was obviously... Serious Man uh, was a cool movie, but I think you had to be a a Jewish teenager in the 60s to appreciate it. It, It's better on repeated viewings, though. It's one of the Coens where I went and saw it a few more times. Yeah. Great acting. Great. But it's a Coen, but it's not... I, it's not Fargo. It's not. I think it was a very inside country. baseball Cohen movie. Like yes, this is their exactly. childhood. Totally. Uh, Up in the Air is a super Strong. underrated movie. Strong. Man. Uh, what, what else was it? Wait. Avatar can get the fuck off this list. I'm sorry. Didn't that win though? No. Oh, what one? The Hurt Locker. Oh, that's right. Hurt Locker's great. Hurt Locker's good. That's with uh, Renner, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah, it did win, but I didn't mention Precious on this list too. Oh, Precious! I never saw. Actually, I never did either. I never watched it. I have nothing. That's another movie that just Precious. became like kind of uh, a punchline as well. Absolutely. Um, uh, to me, Inglorious Bastards is the best movie on this list. Yeah. I'll say it against the Hurt Locker, Avatar, Blindside, which she won for Sandra Bullock. She won for, but now Blindside's thought of as like kind of a joke. It's a hokey. It's almost com- yeah. feels the same I mean, thing the, as American People Got right. Men in American Beauty. It's like same kind of reason. Uh, District 9, Inglorious Bastards, Precious, A Serious Man, Up and Up in the Air. To me, it's between Inglorious Bastards and Up in the Air. And then Hurt Locker, I would say, would be third on my list. Yeah, I'd have to say, I, I like District I like Inglorious Bastards a lot, and I, I'm, I, we talked about it the other day, how impressed I was by it, and like how it is very different from everything that Tarantino does. Yeah. But I probably would pick Up in the Air. Up I, in the Air, I think... Think you can watch back a little more. You know something that's always oh, bugged me about it. Glorious Bastards it. is the spelling of bastards. The T-E-R. Oh, that's T R D S. But I mean that opening scene really is stru- so it's, strong. Yeah. yeah. And then again, what we were talking about last week is the when they're in the bar. That, that whole that, that God, it's really that good. pushes it over the. I mean that opening scene. I like Anna Kendrick. Most... I like Clooney. Clooney really. You know what? You just convinced me. In Glorious Bastards, I still would still edge it out. But yeah. up in the air is like if it was any other year, I would have won. Agreed. Like, you put it the year before it wins, right? Or no, a couple years before. It was some kind of lackluster year. Like, it, it just, all these things just depend on what they're up against. Because yeah, yeah. up in the air would have sh- shined. Like, if it wasn't the first year, they had 10, kind of got lost in the mix, I think. Yeah. 
That is a really, really well, and it's Jake Kasdan. I think it's Lawrence Kasdan's son. Yep, that did it. yep. And it's uh, a really, really cool movie. Really good movie. Yeah. It's also something you don't think about, like the job they have in it. You're like, oh, it's so depressing, and it's like something you don't think people Not have to do. Kasdan Reitman. Reitman. I'm sorry, yeah, Jason yeah. Reitman. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So out of those, who makes good movies? That guy. His, he does. The yeah. Younger Reitman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He made uh, Thank You for Smoking, I believe, too. That's right. He did. I think he did. Yeah, right? he did. With Aaron Eckhart. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, there that's you go. The decade. That's the decade. Uh, best movie of the decade out of all of them. Um, I'll give you my which three. one? Which one? I two thousand seven has it. I think it's oh, no country. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm like putting those Michael out of my head. Clayton, Michael Clayton, and then I think it's there will be blood. I think you just nailed it. I think that's exactly what it is. I think that. Uh, those are really just such strong movies. That garbage is, start until you get to about. 2007 is one of the best nominated years ever. Yeah, we'll have to do that. That might be when you, we do defend your year. That's the that's the year I think. It's gonna be hard to go I up think, against some of those seventies, but still. We do a taxi driver, Rage of the I mean, there's right? a, oh, I not think Jaws, Rocky are in the same year. Which is a big, yeah, yeah, you get a little classics in there. <laughs> but like, here's the Deer thing: Hunter no, no country is like new classic, new classic, Agreed. new classic. So, yeah, it's insane. Well, thank you so much for doing this, buddy. No problem. Uh, come we, see one, us live. Once again, some, come see us live October 17th at 8.30 p.m. The Fat Black Pussycat. It's the comedy cellar at the Fat Black Pussycat. It's going to be you can, a great time. Special guests, crowd interaction. It's going to be amazing. You can go to ComedyCellar.com right now to make your reservations uh, for October 17th at 8.30 p.m. Tweet at us. If you, if you forget this info, tweet at Time or at Andy Fury yep. on, on Twitter or on Instagram. You have the same Instagram as well, right? Absolutely. Yes. Just Andy Fury across the Andy board. Andy Fury across the board. I'm at ShawneeTime. Uh, tweet at us. Instagram us. Let us know if you want to come down. Let us know what movies you think we, sh- we should do for the big show or future episodes. And let us know what you think of the show. We're at Showbiz Studios with Alex. That's showbizstudios.com. It's a YouTube page. They have a YouTube page as well as their own iTunes page. Check out all the awesome podcasts that, that Showbiz uh, offers. There's tons of funny people that are our friends that do shows on this network. So check it out. And we will see you next time. And we love you really so much. So much. <laughs> Goodbye. I just- Here's a time